Hey friends, welcome to Recovering with Danny. I'm your host, Danielle Van Kay, and this podcast is all about eating disorder recovery, being a single 30-something, navigating the dating scene, and going through, you know, an existential crisis or two. My goal as an eating disorder recovery coach is to help you start living the life you have always dreamt of. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Wow, that that was honestly, I think that was the worst intro you could ever have. There was space between the hello and everyone. I'm sorry about that, you know. Just something I will need to get used to. How do you open a podcast? Uh, But hi, welcome to my first ever episode of Recovering with Danny. Now, I have to say the title of this podcast is quite, it was quite the struggle because this podcast is not only going to be about recovering from an eating disorder. You know, I'm, I'm a coach. I've been doing this work for almost four and a half years now, super passionate about it. My, it's my life's work almost. I mean, my whole Instagram account, the courses that I'm running, everything that I'm doing with clients, it's all about eating disorders. But that's why I also want to kind of show a different side of me and show light on other things or shine light on other things, I would say. So for instance, I get a lot of questions actually about things like intimacy, dating, relationships, uh, just like making friendships, for instance, I have an amazing tip, which I think I will dedicate an entire podcast on, about how to make new friendships in another country, being in your 30s, by yourself, and trust and believe that I've hacked this kind of code or cracked this code and it works amazing. Uh, now, there there are some loopholes in there. Again, I will completely dedicate an entire podcast about this because I know that, again, you know, an eating disorder is so isolating or it can be very isolating. And I know that so many of you struggle with, you know, feeling lonely. And trust me, I've been there. I At, at some point, I think I was in my mid-20s, yeah. I was in my mid-20s and I had no one anymore. I had no friends. No one. My mom was there for me. My mom was kind of my best friend. But that's also not really healthy in the sense that it was a very symbiotic relationship. But yeah, I didn't have anyone to drink a coffee with. Isn't that... That's that's quite sad. At least I really craved friendships, but I didn't even know where to start. Anyway, now I'm alluding to something that I'm not even going to talk about because holy shit balls by the way if you have kids in the background listening to this podcast I will swear um so you might have to mute or pause or have your earphones in or airpods or whatever they're called because I will share swear it's just you know something I will do um it's just in my you know, it's it's just in me. I swear a lot. I will say fuck. I will say shit. And we're not going to edit it out because that would be very uh, fake, you know, we, and we don't like fake over here. All right. So I'm going to be honest with you. I'm recording this 
podcast uh, on my couch with a microphone in my hand with a coffee next to me, which I now realize I can't actually drink because I have Invisalign braces and you can't drink anything hot with those plastic aligners, basically. So smart move, but okay. And uh, the reason as of why I'm sitting on my couch with my legs up is because a... I'm in a lot of pain today. Um, so many of you know about my Lyme disease. If it affects all my muscles, I will basically talk about this here and there. I will probably also dedicate an entire podcast about my journey. But, you know, I've, I'm kind of a broken record at this point. I've, I've said so many things about Lyme disease at this point that I feel like ugh, people think here she comes again or here, go, here she goes again. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, today has not been my day, but I'll tell you why in a minute. Because yesterday evening, no, actually, I'm lying, it was, it was in the afternoon. So picture this, I am now in the south of France. I'm recording in this place called Antibes, and it's fabulous. I'm renting an apartment here. My mom also lives quite, lives, yeah, sort of close by. And um I've been staying in her apartment for a bit because I kind of didn't want to be alone. And so, yeah, I just worked from her place and we did stuff together. We went to the beach. It was magical. It was absolutely magnificent. Ooh, magnificent. That's the word. Jesus. Also, just for the record, I'm not a native English speaker if you haven't picked that up yet. But, you know, um, grammar mistakes will be made. Uh, words will be made up as well. That's that's something I would love to do. Just, you know, it's going to be my own dictionary at some point. Anyway, back to um, my mom's apartment. So I was staying there and yesterday I had the official move back to my current apartment. Long story short, I had a couple of sessions back to back. Then I had to run to my hairdresser because I had my, I had to get my roots done. I'm officially in a natural blonde but at this point i think i'm turning into a brunette i don't know what's going on but the older i'm getting the darker i'm getting and me not likey i I don't really like the dark roots so anyway i sat there and of course being in france i shouldn't be even punctual because there's no point i was waiting there i was sitting there and they Gave me a a glass of wine. Also, how cool is that? Just drinking a glass of wine at the hairdresser. So, okay, I had one glass of wine. Then I had to wait another half an hour. So I had another glass of wine. And I was like, holy crap, this is going to take such a long time. Well, to make an extremely long story short, I sat there with my hair in the hair dye. How, How do you call it? Well, at least, yeah, I think that's what it's called. And two Brits, so two British guys in suits they it's kind of like hard to explain but this hairdresser has this very cute setup outside uh, along of the sea Um, you have sea view they serve coffee tea wine cocktails anything it's kind of like almost a bar slash hairdresser now thank god the hairdressers themselves don't drink whilst they cut your hair or dye your hair that will be a problem but they're really good at the the service is impeccable i have to say so Anyway, those guys, those two Brits, uh, sat outside in suits, started working, and one of them kept coming in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out of the hair uh, hair salon, and kept chatting me up. So, 
it was clear that he was into me, which honestly, that never happens to me. We'll also absolutely do a dating podcast at, cer- at a certain point or an episode, because as most of you know, or if you don't know, I've been on so many dates, so many. Um, and why I will also tell that later or explain later, because it was kind of a journey and it was a fun journey, but also, my God, the stories that I have are insane. Uh, so, but it's, it's been a while that I've been hit on by a man somewhere in a cafe or a restaurant, or in this case, a hair salon. It's honestly, I can't even recall the last time that happened. So I was definitely flattered and I love the British. I love British people, British and Dutch people. I always say get along like a house on fire. Most of my friends are British. So um, yeah, he was, he was definitely flirting with me and the whole hair salon was kind of like in turmoil. They were like, Danny, what are you doing to us? I said, sorry guys, I'm just here to uh, do my hair. That's it. Anyway, so I was finally done after four hours. Oh God, this is the longest introduction. And I went with my drink, with my fourth wine. I and it was for when I started drinking. I know it's it's pretty bad. I basically had a bottle of wine by myself. So with my fourth wine, I went outside and we had such funny banter there. So there were two guys, Tom and Alex, such great guys, so funny, so hilarious. We just they actually had to continue working, but I mean, I was there to kind of ruin their working evening, I would say. Um, so they took me out for dinner and it was super fun. We had more champagne. We went to an amazing fish restaurant and I realized, of course, I was super drunk after basically when I got home, I was like, oh shit, shouldn't have done a drink that much. But then again, this is what I mean when I say recovery is so worth it because I would have not done this at all. Um, you know, the spontaneity, the not knowing where we would eat, what I would be ordering, all the wine that was consumed. I was always so rigid and compulsive and it had to be at certain times. And I think we had dinner at, I don't know, nine or something, which is, by the way, a very common thing here in the south of France. But this is what recovery, well, what I recovered for, you know, and the life that I'm currently living it's a life that I was always dreaming of and it's not perfect at all, like at all, because of course I also have chronic pain on a day-to-day basis, um, chronic fatigue. I, I mean, there's so many things that are unfortunately uh, don't make my life as great as it could be due to Lyme disease. I mean, I would love to be able to travel the world Now that I'm completely single, I'm not tied up at a job somewhere. I don't have a dog anymore. Oh, mommy, bless her heart. Rest in peace. We miss you. Um, And so, but I can't do that because of my pain. So there's definitely things that basically that, that, that are setbacks. Absolutely. But, you know, the thing is, again, if you're still deep in your eating disorder, or even if you feel like, you know what, I've come like of, of along I, I've come far I've come I'm, I'm now at a place where I can say you know what I can eat pretty much everything 
but you're still hanging on to certain rules or certain things. For instance, like let's say that that event that happened yesterday, I can't even call it an event, but let's call it an event. And I mean, imagine you having had, I don't know, eaten fast food for five days in a row prior to that. Would you have still gone to that dinner? Because you probably would get something, I don't know, they order for you. Um, And I personally probably wouldn't have done that. I probably would have still be in my eating disorder thinking, oh, no, no, no. Because now I completely envisioned myself eating my safe meal uh, with my certain television program, yada, yada, yada. Eating disorders are just so fucking boring. They literally suck the life out of you and suck the joy out of you. So just moral of the story is that you know, there's so much more out there in life and in the world. And, you know, I actually haven't done most of it because again, of Lyme disease. But for those who are listening right now, if you have a healthy body that doesn't suffer from any, if you don't suffer from any chronic illnesses that stop you from doing certain things, um, I would say, what the fuck are you waiting for? And I know it's easier said than done. Trust me, I've been there. I could look at myself in the mirror and think, holy crap, Danny, what are you doing with your life? And I'm not even talking about my body or the way I look physically, but more the the blankness in my eyes, the the vacancy behind my eyes. I, I just, I was a walking eating disorder. And... For some reason, I just, I couldn't snap out of it. It was pretty bad. And for the longest time, I mean, for 10 years, I held on to the most bizarre rules. And they only, you know, it never became less. It always became worse. And so, you know, the thing is that I would never, I well, here's the thing. I always say the system is broken because healthcare, um, in eating, well, eating sort of healthcare or health healthcare providers that are quote unquote specialized in eating disorders aren't always um, the most beneficial. Let's say, I mean, the the stories that I've heard from my clients are insane. Um, not only, I mean, let alone my own personal stories. So you know, I eventually did it on my own by myself just eating a lot of food, sitting on my ass. And that was literally it. That, that, that was honestly my recovery in a nutshell. Of course, there were like most, a lot of details that I, I can't even go into because there were so many, but you know, there, here's the thing again, what are you waiting for? Because that perfect moment is not going to fall into your lap. It's not, it's just not. And I know you know this, but I'm just, again, you know, putting a lot of emphasis on this. It's not going to happen. There is not going to be a moment in in your life where all the stars are aligned for you to basically create or make the steps that you have to in order to recover. And if you feel like you need to confide in someone, hire a therapist, a coach, a dietitian, a nutritionist, you name it. Well, honestly, a nutritionist, I don't think you really need because your body will probably crave a lot of 
highly palatable foods, which nutritionists or dietitians are not always a fan of. And I'm saying this because I'm a certified health coach and I studied nutrition and dietetics, but I never finished it because I got sick with Lyme disease. But in hindsight, it was a good thing because I wasn't a fan of my university. Um, The things that we had to study were quite insane sometimes. I literally was in lectures where they said, so... All right, so um, Marie had a, a Snickers. How long does it take for her to burn said Snickers? And that, and we had to calculate how long it would burn using certain uh, measurements and, well, you, you name it. And I get it, I get it, because they train people for, you know, certain purposes. But I actually, at that time, when I started studying, I had an eating disorder, so it was literally like putting gasoline on, no, fire and gasoline. It it was horrible. Back to my amazing evening from last night. I couldn't have done this if I wouldn't have been recovered. And again, this is my first episode. We're going to talk about so much things, about details, about what recovery actually entails, what helped me. But we're also going to talk about specific Um, other things that apply to normal day-to-day life, such as, um, like I said before, relationships, dating, making friendships, your inner critic, self-sabotage, self-reflection, you name it, just living life in general. And also, I would love for you to all send me a DM or an email if you have any topics that you want me to cover, because of course, there are so many eating disorder related topics that I can cover, which I'm definitely going to do. But I think there's also this need for a mixture of both. And I rarely see podcasts, hosts talking about or mixing the bo- the two. And again, it would be, I would almost be lying to myself if I, if I would only talk about recovery related topics because I'm doing that in my work already so this podcast is also kind of hopefully sort of an enjoyment for you to listen at and hopefully also make you laugh and um yeah it's um you know life is magical but in Holland we have the saying but I have no idea how to translate it um if the Dutchies listen to this it basically means that or it says Het leven is een feestje, maar je moet zelf de slingers ophangen. And it kind of means that life is a party, but you have to hang up the uh, the party, well, decorations and the balloons, and you have to decorate it yourself. So you are the one who's responsible, responsible, not responsibility, Jesus, responsible for your own happiness. And um, yeah, so I'm th- I think I'm going to end it here because... I want to keep it nice and short for the first episode and have you all have a little introduction. And um, I really hope you're going to slide into my DM. Let me know what you think. If you need any topics of me to talk about, I will definitely do that. And I'll see you on the flip side. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many people as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation and support me is by screenshotting 
and sharing it on social media. And I would find it so cool if you could leave a review as well on any platform you're listening on. If you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Danielle Thanke. See you here next week.